The Fat Boy Show. It's your number one station, RX Radio, playing you so much cool music. Uh, welcome to the Monday edition of The Fat Boy Show. I hope you had a great weekend, a weekend full of fun or relaxation, if that's what you preferred uh, to do over the weekend. That's all good. But here we are, and here we are to start Monday together, this 25th day of April 2022. Our brothers and sisters in Kenya are mourning the death of their former president, uh, Mwai Kibaki, who on Friday afternoon was uh, pronounced dead uh, by the president, President Uhuru Kenyatta. He said, it's a sad day for us as a country. We have lost a great leader, the former president, Mwai Kibaki, President Kenyatta said in a news conference from State House. I order and direct that in the testimony of high esteem that all Kenyans held for Mwai Kibaki, the country will hold a period of national mourning until sunset on the day that he will be buried. All flags will fly at half-mast during this period. Mwai Kibaki was Kenya's third president, and he was uh, 90 years old at the time of his death. He served as president between 2003 and 2013 and is credited with reviving Kenya's then-ailing economy. His date of burial has not yet been set. It's a sad day for the people of Kenya, and it's a sad day for the entire region. Uh, He was a big friend to Uganda, wasn't he? Yes, he was a big friend of our president. That too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think it, when I think of his uh, tenure as president, I feel like actually the relations between Uganda and Kenya were quite good. There weren't many issues. The relations were good. Trading between the two countries was good, actually. Not what we have today. Yeah. So, and what does it say about, uh, you know, Kenya that their democracy is so mature to the point that, you know, former there is leaders... transition. First of all, transition. Uh-huh. Uh, and that uh, former presidents are held in high esteem. Mm. Isn't that a nice thing? Uh, it's a nice thing. As mm. long as you don't mention the events of uh, 2007, 2008, when Uhuru Kenyatta had just been voted as president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um... Obviously, uh, I think uh, there was also some negativity surrounding his presidency. I I think there were issues of corruption. Uh, His regime was also thought to be quite unkind to the press. You recall that his wife in particular was uh, an enemy of the press. Speaking of his wife, I have one memory. (laughs) Was she called Lucy? Yeah. Yeah. And you remember a time when a whole president had to come to the public and say, my name is Mwai Chibachi. And I am married to one woman. I'm a husband to one wife. Actually, let's let's play that uh, clip. Uh, and I, I know the event that you're talking about where he had to come out and make it clear that he had only one, one wife. wife. And there, <laughs> his wife was standing right next to him, looking very stern-faced. So let's just listen to this clip right here. Mwai Kibaki. So ladies and gentlemen, I decided to make it public and to appeal to you, the public, to listen to what I say and not to continue dispelling lies all over the place. You know and I know and everybody else knows that I'm married and I have only one wife and everyone in Kenya knows it. But the media keeps repeating about my having another wife or wives. I want to make it very clear that I have only one dear wife, Lucy, who is here, and I do not have any other. 
<laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh, and you know, right now we make fun of Will Smith, we make fun of Johnny Depp, uh-huh. but Mwai uh, Kibaki also looked like a man who was in a prison. <laughs> Actually, when you think about some of the men that we have seen in history as strong men, men that embodied strength, mm-hmm. you think about Robert Mugabe and what is said about his last tenure in office where I say that Grace, his wife, mm-hmm. was the one calling the shots. Yeah, um, a lot of them do give off the vibe of being henpecked by their wives who mm. essentially control things and and to that, you know, I'd give credit to our president. He, mo- he most <laughs> certainly does not look like uh, the, his wife calls the shots at all. Not at all. But <laughs> let me ask you, how about uh-huh. if, uh, do you think it would be the same trajectory if he was married to a woman like Winnie Vianima? First of all, let's talk about that. Uh, mm. It almost doesn't seem like she interacts much with Kisa uh, Besi J. Because there is nothing to intera- <laughs> interact You know, there doesn't seem to be a lot of affection between the two. Uh-huh. Or they don't even seem to be really... Together, or, or together, together, together. You don't see them up and about, and I don't think she's been active in many of his political endeavors. Not anymore. She was very active in the beginning when he had just come onto the stage in 2001 and the years that followed, until she got a big job. Yeah. So, um, but all I'll say about Lucy Kibaki is, <laughs> woman of steel. <laughs> oh yeah. I want she to scared be the Lucy living daylight. Grow up. <laughs> like uh, I think she raided the offices of KTN. Uh-huh. I believe that was the channel with security, uh, demanding the arrest of some of the reporters there who were alleging that there was a mistress to the president, late president. Uh-huh. So, uh, oh yeah, she ooh, she caused the and, and they were arrested. Yeah. So what does that say about our? leaders and the authority they give to their wives. You see, when in church, a pastor is a pastor, right? Right. The wife does not become a pastor because she's married to the pastor. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even in presidency or in leadership positions, wives should not have this much authority, especially if they're not public servants. Well, you know, your feminist friends are going to roast you for those (laughs) remarks, Olive. Uh, I'm sure lots of feminists believe that uh, men and women are equal and there's some who even believe that they're more superior. I mean, just look at uh, Barack Obama. Mm. As a, by the way, he's another example of a man that appears to be very much henpecked. Who can forget that clip of him sitting in his office, mm-hmm. reading a message on his phone or something, and then Michelle just walks up and picks the phone and walks away. I mean, that's a man who's not being respected by his wife. Now, I don't Maybe know if it was intended in I, humor. I think it was intended but, for uh, humor. You think something can uh, Michelle get out of the quite clearly <laughs> was calling the shots in that marriage and probably still is. But it's okay. Look, um, this is about our friends in Kenya and the fact that they are mourning the loss of uh, their dear former president. Uh, I'd just like to say to them that uh, we join you as the people of Uganda yes. in, in mourning for the, the loss of uh, President Moi Kibaki, he was loved here as well. Uh, and uh, I do hope that, uh, you know, he is given the proper send-off that he deserves. He definitely will get the proper send-off. And I upload Kenya in a way. Their presidents die old. Do you remember Jomo Kenyatta? Mm-hmm. He died very old, which is a good thing. And most of them don't die while in power. No, no. <laughs> Aside from Kenyatta, the first one. They have that age over us. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a lot to emulate uh, from Kenya, and uh, I applaud Kenya for being the shining beacon for because you know when you think back 20, 30 years, and you were thinking East Africa, Kenya really was the country that seemed to have their act together economically, politically, socially, 
Uh, and, uh, you know, we in Uganda, we'd frequently want to travel to Kenya for holidays, you know. Yes. The rich Ugandans would send their kids to study in Kenya. So, is that the reason why many Ugandans, during the time when we had insecurity in the country, many Ugandans that couldn't afford to go to, like, the West, yeah. to so Europe Kenya or the would US, be, they went to Kenya? I remember there were schools like Kenton College and... Uh, St. Andrews, Turi. Mm-hmm. Oh, Turi. You, you've heard of Turi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that your child goes to Turi. Mm-hmm. People are going to start looking at you differently. Although in Uganda, we now have schools that rival such places in the school fees, don't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, but some of them closed during the lockdown, okay. like the one that was in Luzira. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. What's not to like about Kenya? It's an awesome country. You're listening to the Fat Boy Show here on your number one station, RX Radio. Sarah's getting ready to jump in to tell us what's popping. So stick around for all that goodness. Don't go anywhere. The Fat Boy Show.